I don't watch the fucking DYI channel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host, boy, the psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Messer Custom Leather. Our friend JC Messer is over there creating some of the be- most beautiful leather working shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> is that a good way to describe JC Messer? It's a good way to describe them. That's the way we want to Traditional style, modern made, wax, canvas, and leather custom orders taken. Find him at Messer Custom Leather on Instagram. He also has a website that I don't have in front of me right now, but thank you, JC Messer, for making this episode of the Axe and Arm Podcast possible. Thank you. Roy Scott! What's going on, sucker sucker? How is Kentucky? I know you weren't uh, affected by the tornado, so to speak, but holy shit. Yeah, worst worst tornado event in the state's history. Uh, it's it's bad, really bad. Yeah, um, I saw photos, man. And you know what really killed me about it? It got like zero coverage in the actual news. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, Maybe you being in Kentucky, you got to see a lot of it, but yeah, we got a lot of local. Of, yeah, yeah, we didn't see barely anything. So I think it happened on what Friday or Saturday. Friday, yeah, yeah, it happened Friday. I remember that because the construction guys here, we were all hanging out in my driveway, and it yeah. was so fucking warm out. And we're like, weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Warm, like shit's coming in. Just for and perspective, then, how far away were you from that actually? T- that that town that it actually hit. I know it hit uh, several uh, towns, but um, it's like four hours south of us. South because the west. path of that thing. Was, was huge. Two hundred and ten miles is what I read. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. But I'm assuming a lot of it was farmland. It just it, it hit a big town. I know that, which I can't remember the mm-hmm. name of the town. Some of it M, but uh, um, Mayfield. Yeah, no, was it Mayfield? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, but right now it doesn't matter. But um, I'm assuming that was the only major town it hit. Did you hear about any other towns that- around you or around mm-hmm. that area? Um, there was some other local stuff. I mean, not local, like other other yeah. little towns. But um, and even that town is not that big. Bowling Green, Kentucky, got hit. There was a couple people that died there, and the Bowling Green's on the on the map because that's where um, Corvette plant is, and the Corvette um, museum ah, is. Okay. And that Corvette plant made news. I don't know, ten, fifteen years ago, or whatever the fuck it was, because there was a sinkhole. It happened right in I the middle. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah right I in actually the middle saw a video of that. Yeah. That was crazy. And there was a whole exhibit just dedicated to that sinkhole now. But um, wow. there was a an Amazon plant in Illinois that just got fucked up. A couple people died there, too. Um, yeah. Within the state of Kentucky, the last numbers that I heard was like 75 people dead or something like that. Wow. Um, it, it's and a big deal. gauge those by the F scale, whatever. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that means fucked. But it was yeah. like a F four or F five right around there. Is that what yeah, they F, said? Yeah, F five is the the strongest. Right, um, and it was like right there. Right there, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it I looked mean, like a nuclear bomb went off in that. That's town, exactly man. what I was gonna say. Like a fucking wow. war zone. We were just and we were just staring at the fucking TV and our were governor. Were you worried at all? No, and, and it all happened in the middle of the night. I was asleep through everything. I mean, there was literally nothing up here by so us. You didn't, got, you, you guys didn't get like a possible tornado warning the 
the day before on the news or whatever, like, oh, the no. weather's changing weird. Well, we might. Well, it was all over the news that the weather was changing, that there yeah. was this front, you know, behind the other one. Right. Um, and we should expect some weird weather, but nothing like that at all. Wow. Nothing. I mean, and, and, you know, in fairness for us up here, we got what they said that we were going to get. So it was just further south and southwest of us that really got. Did you get like crazy wind? Like the following weekend or whatever? No, not really. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was just kind of. We didn't have we didn't have a tornado, so to speak. But the day it was just odd that this happened. But the day after that tornado, Mm -hmm. we had this insane 40, 50 mile an hour wind all day, literally to where I was on the phone at my desk in the house. And it sounded like there was a train going in the front yard. Yeah, it was like all night, man. And weird. I don't know, like when. I'm kind of weird, like when when it's raining real heavy or it's windy, it makes me fall mm-hmm. asleep like instantly. <laughs> just like <laughs> hearing it outside, I just like conk out. But I was like, as my wife, I'm like, do you freaking hear that? It sounds like there's a train literally all mm-hmm. night right in front of our house. But it was just crazy wind, and then of course woke up to beautiful skies the next day. But and it's been really warm here lately, which is weird. It's been warm here too until like. 30 minutes ago, the, yeah. another cold front just moved in and it's wow. pouring down rain and it just, oh, dropped, really? it, it just dropped like 10 or 15 degrees. Wow. We have like beautiful blue skies and it's like probably mid fifties right now. It's awesome out. We're so working our butts you, off. You know, you're old when you spend five or 10 talking minutes about talking the about the, <laughs> why does that, why does that change? I remember when I was younger, <laughs> making fun of old people that all they do is talk about the damn weather. I know. Seriously. But anyway, like, it's good for getting shit done. I can tell you that. I enjoy the nice weather. Your hands aren't numb. Yeah. You got to stand sure. in front of a wood stove or the fire to get going in the morning. Hey. Get the speak, blood flowing. Speaking of fucking standing in front of the fire, that that fucking forge you have, oh my God. Yeah, that thing is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Are Those you, things, um, they don't come along very often. Uh, you know, we're, I live not even an hour from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where those forges were made, where champion blower and forge company was founded and created mm-hmm. and the factory was up there and everything. And, um, I knew when I saw catalog pictures of those, like 12 years ago that I wanted one of those. Mm-hmm. So I like always searched in all my, n- nobody had them. They disappeared. I think a lot of it was during the war. Sure. Uh, they got scrapped out and you can't find them. And if you do find them, they're broke to shit because they're right. Solid There's, cast. They've been moved around over the years. The legs would break off of them. You know, they're so the, 500 pounds. Yeah. So for the people so, that don't follow you, which is the majority of our listeners, right. you dial them in on uh, what we're talking about here. So Champion made these large coal forges. A lot of people call them railroad forges, but they're Roy referred to them as bathtubs. <laughs> <laughs> they look like uh, just it's just a big giant forge, big coal forge, like a trough. Uh, they're cast iron. They're thick. They're seven inches deep, and that's actually the smallest version they made. So what? The one that I just posted is actually the smallest version, and then I have the next step up from that. Uh, the smallest one's 500 pounds and like 40. I think that was 42 inches across. 
The next one up is 600 and something pounds and it's 59 inches across. And then they made a factory version that I don't think ever actually came to market. I think it was just in the catalog, mm-hmm. but it was none of, never even made. And if they did make it, made it, it'd be like the Holy Grail. But yeah, they're just really unique, heavy duty. They never come up for sale. The water troughs are always missing on them too. And that one has the factory water trough on it, which was basically just an 80 pound piece of cast iron that hangs off the side yeah Yeah. pretty much but they were always taken off and probably used to feed horses or some shit because back in the day it was just a 80 pound piece of cast iron box that you could put water in but yeah super cool and um it also has a uh centaur forge super blower which is a super blower six hundred dollar uh baldor one horsepower two horsepower variable speed motor hooked up to it so did you yeah. put that baldor on there no that's actually a factory unit it comes like that oh yeah yeah all that stuff comes assembled together Jeez louise yeah so it's quite quite the package it's two thousand dollars for that forge but you know it's is it like, sold uh there's a couple people sniffing around on it but um yeah you know it's a big commitment but it's also something that you're gonna have for the rest of your life you know right yeah. But yeah, uh, Matt and I just wrapped this super cool video uh, that's going to go up on YouTube next week, I think. Um, really, really excited about this. We kind of did like a documentary style video where we went to CMA. We filmed a lot with Pat Quinn and um, it has to do with that bridge anvil that he mm-hmm. got me. And there's only uh, come to find out there was only two of them that we know about that came out of that steel plant uh, that came out of us steel in Johnstown, Pennsylvania and shot a super cool video for that. We have to do a couple little voiceovers on it and we've been working on that pretty much all week this week. And we just did all the final shots last night and the thing looks amazing. How do you feel about voiceovers? Oh, I like doing them. They're fun. Really? Yeah. Because your face isn't there. And we both know we have faces for radio. <laughs> no, Matt's really good at them. Um, I can do them in a couple takes, but yeah, I did a bunch yesterday too. But they're do y'all fun. like write out a script and stuff, or just kind of um, off the cuff? Matt's really good at um, basically like script writing, but it's not script writing. It's just how to form it naturally so it doesn't sound like you're reading off a script. You know what sure. I mean? We don't, but yeah. no, we don't read off for scripts. We have uh, talking points that we have to do for like this particular video was sponsored by an awesome coffee company that's uh, sponsored us before. Mm-hmm. And they're super cool and their coffee's really fucking good. And um, yeah, so they give us like a t- two page talking point sheet of just stuff they want to touch on about the product and everything. But um, as far as the voiceovers go, no, it's not none of it's scripted. We just, you know, try to make it sound as natural as possible, especially when I'm doing it. I sound just like I do right now. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. And uh, but he'll have. I think he he's got a bunch. When you of say really, funny, do you mean dumb? Yeah, funny dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna have a bunch of really good outtakes on there too because I I screwed up a lot. <laughs> hey, but, fucking speaking of outtakes, yeah. um, whenever we were at Maker Camp, yeah. John Ariani, uh huh, he, he told me I just me, talked to John on the phone for like an hour yesterday. Really? Yeah, I want to get him on here. Yeah. So he pitched this idea to me about a B-roll for all of my my uh, oil and eyes up. He's like, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to. You, and then he fucking went on to the Blacksmith Pub podcast uh, on their, their their holiday special 
and fucking talked about it. So I sent him a message. I was like, dude, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And then he said something like, I'm going to let you down one day <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's funny. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah he shot am, me a message about the, the champion power hammer that he has. He's like, why don't you come over and fix mine? So I was like, oh, shit. I said, send me some photos of what's going on and shit. So I'm going to get them all straightened out. We're going to get you straightened out, John. We're going to get you straightened out. But so that's... someone could have bought that power hammer and bought that forge. I, do you have any anvils? Oh, somebody bought the power hammer. The power hammer sold. Did I not say that last time? Yeah, the power Maybe hammer sold. Maybe Guy's driving down from Missouri to get it after Christmas. Dang. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a fucking setup, though? That hammer, that forge. They go. Sure would be. Sure would be. Yeah. There are Why? guys that. Are, yeah. No, that's. You're exactly right. I mean, that's a, like dream shit. That's yeah. like dream shit, man. It's like, <laughs> man, I would love to have like this giant, you know. Yeah. I got a couple questions yesterday. Like, oh, what are the advantages of. Because everything's gas, gas, gas now. People don't understand yeah. like how coal is so much more beneficial in my eyes for what I do. But like, say, say you have a piece of uh, scroll work. Or you would mm -hmm. call them like squiggly doos. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Once you get over like the size of your gas forge, that's it. You're yeah. using a torch. You can't like heat up certain yeah, yeah, sections yeah, yeah. with a big ass coal forge like that. You know, it's like the saying goes with a big anvil. You can always forge big stuff on a big anvil, but you can't forge big stuff on a small anvil. Right. And the same thing goes right. with the forge. You can shit. Those things are made for rail railroad repair, like locomotive mm -hmm. parts. Like yeah. all the armatures and stuff that drive wheels on locomotives, they weren't being done on a Bridgeport mill back in the day. People were actually forging that shit. So the they needed grease. the ability to put in like eight inch solid pieces of steel and heat them up with coal. And those were the forges that did it. I mean, that thing holds 200 pounds of coal and you're still able to work in it. So you can dump 200 pounds of coal in the top of that. And it's still a workable forge. It's not like you're burying your work. Right. It'll, it so, holds 200 pounds without piling up and looking like a mountain. So how long, if you're just a normal blacksmith doing normal kind of work, like, you know, just you and our friends well, or whatever. Really, nobody really gets that big unless you move into, like, sculptural work or, like, I tell you one thing. A lot of people say I got to do that with my vices. Like, when I heat those leg vices up to straighten mm -hmm. them back up and everything. You'd have a hell of a time doing that in gas force. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> you know, so it's nice to be able to throw a 75-pound leg vise in the forge, heat up the section you want, pull it out, fix it, and that's, like, ideal for that. So, But, no, there's a couple guys that are – that just like you said, wouldn't that be a great setup? Is like They're like, man, I'm setting up my forge now. That would be, like, a dream forge to have. And I understand it's right before the holidays, too. So yeah, people yeah, are yeah. kind of reluctant to spend money. I get that. But I just put it out there for everybody's like, check hey, this kick-ass thing out. You know who's doing a, uh, a I'm going to say bang-up job. You may not say so because I don't know this shit like you do. Yeah. But our buddy Charles, Vintage Hillbilly Heads. Oh, Charles yeah. Bell. Yep. He, he Charles, just shared a I think picture. Charles texts me 17 times a day. I yeah. actually talk to Charles more than I do my wife. <laughs> just right before bed. <laughs> Good night, Charles. No, he is. He's he's uh, adopting a lot of the things that I really like. He's going big or going home. Dude, he shared so. a picture. I'm on a group text with him uh, yeah. the other day, and it's just, I mean, it's massive. Yeah, he's got some big shit going on. Yeah. That's he asked really me cool. about that forge. 
Of course he did. I think he's asked me about every single tool that I've ever listed. <laughs> and, and I don't think he's ever bought anything. <laughs> Just send him a price before you list anything. Yeah, hey, here it is, because yeah. you know you're going to fucking ask. That's okay. Come on. <laughs> I don't care. He's a good guy, though. But how's Vintage Axe Works doing right now? Uh, Dude, it's normally, normally like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, that sort of stuff is really busy. And then it calms down right before yeah. Christmas. Uh-huh. It, it hasn't. So oh, business, business has been steady. I've been uh, working as much as I fucking can here in the shop. I got lots of orders going out this week. Um, and the basement project is officially, well, it's not finished, finished, but it's finished as far as no more guys in the basement working. So Good. that's awesome. Um, when do we get to see it? Well, hopefully after this week. Um, I got to go down to Jeremy's tomorrow. Um, uh, my other buddy, Lenny, um, he's a bushcraft guy. He, he does business down in uh, Lexington. And he bought an axe. He bought a bluegrass double-bit axe, and he needs it lasered engraved. So I need to go down to Jeremy Meadows tomorrow and get that done. And then I got to ship out three other axes tomorrow. And so what I'm trying to do, like the, the, the long answer is, uh-huh. the short answer of this convoluted bullshit is i'm trying to get everything done this week so that way next week i can just focus on the basement and then i also bought some more parts for the router i'm going to set up all that because i've got a really really fucking awesome project coming up um and i'm going to be working with evan on it also it's like this high, high level fucking it's a celebrity that wants this fucking well that's getting an axe so it's a actually like a celebrity that's friends with a celebrity that contacted me. Oh, cool. And, and yeah, so if, if Evan and I hadn't done all that skull stuff, um, is it the same guy you're talking about at blade show? No, I think you mentioned that. Oh, okay. Somebody totally different, totally different. This guy just popped up out of nowhere and he starts asking me a hundred different questions. And I'm like, dude, slow your roll. What do you want? And he was like, I'm friends with blah, 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 and I really yeah. want something fucking awesome. So I call up Lucas because uh, Lucas kind of knows this sort of stuff. And I was like, I was explaining to him. And then he was, he goes, did, so, is that so-and-so? And right. I was like, yeah, you know this dude? He's like, dude, yeah, you're a fucking idiot if you don't know who that guy is. <laughs> and I'm I, I'm like, I, I don't have cable. I don't know. Right. I don't, I mean... You don't you don't have cable, do you? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, so there are there are people sure. that are doing like cable TV bullshit stuff yeah. today that, that we won't know about. That we won't know fucking about. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck right. am I supposed to know this guy? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't watch the fucking DYI channel. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Pretty sure. DIY. Yeah. It's DIY. DIY. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Do yourself it. <laughs> So last week, um, my buddy Bruce uh, Altrich, uh, Brew Daddy, came up, shot some video of me. I restored an axe for him kind of on the fly. Sweet. Um, he's got a really cool YouTube channel, and it is all about woodworking, do-it-yourself kind of stuff. And he sells a lot of plans. So he came up, um, shot a whole fucking day of video. Um, and I was like, dude, I'm working on a whole bunch of stuff, so please don't bombard me just yet. because Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be able to get to it until like next week. Right. So, oh, I, I fucking speaking. You got to take Messer, the good with the bad though, right? You can't like when you're dead, 
You just ride the wave, and then when you're when you're busy as fuck, you gotta I, go. Gotta I know. Go, go, go. I know. I had this guy tell me, and uh, his name is Chris Zeppieri from Make oh. Everything Shop. He told me one time, I want the guy that's so busy you can't get a hold of him. That's who I want doing my shit. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I never thought about that. I don't want the guy sitting around slouching, whining, yeah. and doesn't have any work. I want the Waiting guy that's so it. fucking busy. Because he's the fucking guy. That's who I want mm-hmm. to do my stuff. I was like, dang, I never thought about it like that. It's no, it's fair. I'm busy with nonsense all the time. Your fucking life is nonsense. My Get life straight. is nonsense. Seriously. I'm fucking living a world of rust. <laughs> it's going to be my next tattoo. World of oh, rust. I think all that. I've done is sandblast, wire wheel, and clean for the last two months. <laughs> Coming from the guy who My said, I'm going to take the entire bl- month of December, of December. I yeah. really thought that that's what I was going to do. But yeah. then opportunity after opportunity keeps coming up. So what am I going to do? Yeah, it's hard to turn down I, dollars. Fuck it. If there ain't, no, it's not just that. I mean, I'm actually spending more money than I'm bringing in right now uh. because shit keeps coming up for sale. You know, it's like stuff you can't turn down and great tools that need to go back out in the world. And I'm just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So. I, speaking of which, I'm going to pick up some really cool shit on Saturday. It's going to be really when awesome. You... Actually, a uh, listener of our, uh, the podcast, I think he listens to the podcast. I'm actually almost 100% he listens to the podcast. But, um, <laughs> I'm almost Yeah, he, I sold him his entire shop, and he's getting out of it now. So I'm going to pick up everything that I've sold him. So it's going to be some really cool shit. Wait, up. wait. So he started a shop. You sold him everything, and now yep. he's selling it back to you? Yeah, so he's ha- it's, I don't think he'll mind if I say this. He's having some health issues. Okay. So he just doesn't have the ability to go out and swing the hammer mm. anymore. Mm. He's, it's, I'm with you. It's exhausting. So um, not that he's, like, losing interest. He loves it. but um, And he also has a second set of twins on the way. Oof. So, yeah. A so. second set? Yeah, 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 yeah. God. So. Four kids? Five. Five second, fucking is, kids. Yeah, my brother. Listen, you'll love this. Did I, I don't oh, know no, if I told I you this. Won't. You will won't. love this. My brother just had his fourth kid. Shout out to Austin. Uh, my brother is ten years younger than me. He just had his fourth child, so he's twenty nine. You're gonna love this. Guess what his what? name is? Oh, for fuck's sake! What? Johnny. Uh, are you? Yep. He, re- he really did that. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh you know what? God. We were thinking about it. He's uh, none of the kids. I'm going to know who that is anyway, so it really doesn't matter. It's but true. yes, he brought a Johnny Cash into this world. Oh, my God. I can't believe he Rocking did that. Rocking and rolling. Why oh can't God. you? That's pretty Just, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only awesome for your family because you all actually have a direct lineage right, to Johnny right, Cash. Exactly. That's but if it was some other dipshit, I, yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, that would be fucking stupid. Yeah. But everything's all good. He just, uh, they had the baby Thursday? Last, uh, yeah, so last week. Congratulations. Little Johnny Cash. My God. <laughs> and also, that's like a, that's a big name to live up to. I mean. I know, but, you know, I, I said that to him. You know, he's just like, I think we're just going to go with Jonathan for now. I was like, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, you know, the kids, when he goes to school and stuff, like, Nobody's going to know who Johnny Cash is in his school no. or anything. It's not like when we were growing up, everybody knew who Johnny Cash was. 
people, you know, there's people now that don't know who Ozzy Osbourne is when, when he went on that song with uh, Post Malone like last year or something. Everybody's like, oh, who's this new guy, oh, Ozzy Osbourne? Sh- <laughs> I was like, oh boy, God, yeah. But anyway. It's it's sad how quickly uh, music disappears just one or two generations later, and and that's because you know it's so saturated with bullshit. Yeah, I know. There's so and much crap out there. I was listening to this podcast. It's called uh, Everything Music on YouTube, and it's this dude. He's got like three million followers, and and he okay. was given he was given this um, explanation of why music is disappearing today. Yeah. Like good old rock and roll. And he's, right. you know, like he's probably 10 years older than me. Okay. And he's it's old. a con. Yeah. So fucking old, you <laughs> idiot. Um, so he said, it's a combination of two things. One, it's artists still yeah. trying to hang on to the old mentality of their music. Like this is my music and I'm not sharing it with fucking oh, yeah. anyone. Okay. And then, so it doesn't get, it doesn't get radio play. doesn't get, you yeah. can't, you can't have it in videos they don't have it on fucking Pandora. You know, yeah. they've like they've really clamped down on all their licensing rights. So gotcha. no one fucking listens to it. Yeah. And then secondly, it's a lot of people that liked that type of music uh-huh. are dead and they're yeah. not making that type of music anymore. So people uh. that people that liked the blues, that people that liked old fucking swampy rock and roll. Yeah. Those people are no longer around or like they're starting to thin out. Like how many more fucking Keith Richards are there? I mean, not very fucking many. Yeah. Like, I know you don't know who he is, but because <laughs> you're I'll piss a lot of people off. I think the Rolling Stones suck. Fuck off. Sorry. I can't what the stand fuck? What is wrong I just don't with you? like the Rolling Stones. I just don't like them. Sorry, Jeff. I love you, but I hate the Rolling Stones. I, I never like the Rolling Stones. Fader loves the Rolling Stones. All right. Yeah. I didn't know I, I that. Just, yeah, I just can't get into them. I just they just weren't my thing. I don't know. I like so a he, lot of music from that era, but that's that just wasn't never my thing. That's like people saying the Beatles are the greatest rock and roll band ever. Oh, like fuck the on. Beatles. I hate the Beatles. <laughs> I fucking exactly. hate the Beatles. I can't stand that shit. I wanna hold my hand. Your hand. I, I Your like hand, that whatever. song. I like that. Well, song. yeah, I know, but that's not rock and roll. Yeah, it is. No, no it's not. It's, it's fucking rock and roll. I don't think it is. You don't know anyway, what the, fuck, you don't know what the fucking rock and roll is. You don't know what music. rock and roll is. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Been, and here, I, here's the other thing. Blues. Here's why. Hang on a second. This is why you don't like the Rolling Stones, and it's and it's why you don't like the fucking Ramones, and it's right. why you don't like bands that started in the '60s or '70s and went I'm through. I, fucking listen to me. That I'm went listening. through the '80s and early '90s because yeah. that era, even great people like Johnny Cash, Waylon uh-huh. Jennings. People that made music in the 80s, it was awful fucking music. Okay. So I but can't that's, disagree. But that's the majority of the catalog that people play because they're like, oh, it's an oldie song. It's from the fucking 80s now. <laughs> and it's and it's horseshit. Yeah, it's like garbage music. It doesn't yeah. matter how good the artists were. Maybe they had a couple of good hits throughout yeah. the 80s, but for the most part, all of the music sucked. I was listening to the fucking Highwaymen. Okay. Do you know who they are? Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Willie yeah. Nelson, yep. uh, Waylon Jennings. They've got some dog shit songs, and yeah. it sounds awful. And then you look at the cover art, and they're wearing like these stupid fucking pleather jackets, like yeah, totally stupid. immersed in that fucking era. And they well, just they're... made shitbag music. Yeah. 
a lot of so that, that that's why you don't like that's why you don't like the rolling stones i just don't like the rolling stones i don't like the rolling stones you know i listened to a lot last week let's do a lot Dude. of chuck chuck berry he's fucking awesome <laughs> dude it's so good like that how can era? you how can you fucking like chuck berry and not like know. the rolling stones i don't know keith it's richards like, idolizes fucking uh chuck berry i listened to a lot of chuck berry a lot of louis armstrong the, last week i was listening to a lot of uh charles the, bradley you ever listen to charles bradley you probably like charles bradley no i'm not familiar yeah he did some he did actually did some black sabbath covers uh, but like hmm. real soulful kind of rock sound. Man, soulful really, black sound. Oh yeah, man, it was good. Like real. Like good. war pigs kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like oh, that's real fucking good. Hilarious. Though. But anyway, I don't know. I'm a big fan of like blues. You know, you brought up blues. That's why I'm talking about it. But like blues guitar riffs, man. But like some of the songs, one hundred percent on me. Affect a- your your mood. Is I can't listen to it for too long. Yeah. Like, cause I'll like get, I'll start getting sad and shit, and, like down in the dumps, because the songs are all sad, like they're all sad. Okay, um, listen, listen, motherfucker head. If if you listen to that early blues stuff, and then you just, yeah. and it, it's what I'm talking about. One generation later, Keith yeah. Richards, the fucking Beach Boys, fucking I hate Led Zeppelin, but Led Zeppelin is a good example. Oh, they see, took that's they, crazy. I like Led they, Zeppelin. They took that music and and created. The foundation of this swampy, bluesy, just fucking. See, gutter, when you say gut swampy, rough. I think of Leonard Skinner like immediately. Like that sounds, that's swampy southern rock to me is like that kind of shit. I, that's fair. That's fair. And I'm not talking about Freebird. Yeah. I'm talking no, about like no, the that's real fair. shit. Yeah. Or yeah. like you had, um, oh, who else was in that category down there? It was like, I don't know, but like Stevie Ray Vaughan, I could listen to that all the time, like mm. nonstop. Just no, it's, Stevie it, Ray Vaughan play. It's listen. too much guitar. The songs are too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. That's another that's reason part, I don't like. Part Van of Halen. it though, like I, I don't sit there and like listen to every. Like yeah. I know a lot of times you, uh, it'll be noise for me. Like I'll mm-hmm. turn it on. It's like you say a song's too long. It's like. We talked like 45 minutes before we went live today, and that 45 minutes went by in four seconds to me. Yeah. When you messaged me, like, okay, ready? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm still, I just finished cutting this piece of wood. But anyway, yeah. These are so fucking good, though. All of it. I don't care what anybody listens to. It's good it's shit. Funny. It's funny how a lot of those um, old groups, yeah. Chuck Berry in particular, Beach yeah. Boys did a lot. They had a couple of real distinct licks, like Johnny B. Good. He took that lick and, and made it into like 10 different fucking songs. Yeah. Just a little bit different chord progression, but it's like fundamentally it's the same Dude, fucking you go, lick. Go watch – everybody go watch Johnny B. Good live performances like when Chuck Berry would do them. Dude. Oh, that dude it. was a shredder on the guitar. He was. he was a shredder, man. It was so good. So uh, do you know what's interesting? Um, whenever you hear a cover that you think is better than the original, yeah. I love Johnny B. Good. Yeah. But Beach Boys Live in like, yeah. six, I think it's like 64, 65 uh-huh. or something. Their their outro song for the set is Johnny B. Good. And they oh, fucking... Yeah? They like double timed the tempo, which was Nailed already it. fucking fast, and it right. was just a goddamn barn burner. Fucking love it. Should you know, who, you know who does one of the best versions of that? Who's that? Michael J. Fox. 
Oh, dude, it's not Michael J. That's fucking Huey Lewis in the news. That's so right. good, though. No, he the, learned how to, no, he learned how to play that. Go watch that. Go watch the videos. No, go watch the video. Michael J. Fox does Johnny Be Good with like Chris Cornell. Yeah. He does okay, it with so like uh, he may Pearl know the Jam, song. Brad Paisley. Right. Yeah, dude. Listen, I'm not saying that he doesn't he does know the fucking guitar. Like the fucking guitar part. But Huey Lewis is singing on that fucking song. In is that Back who does the it in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Huey Lewis. Lewis did the fucking. He was like the the main vocalist on that. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's the main track on that song? Uh, out of time. Um, love. Fucking. Oh God! Come on. Think. 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 <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does Huey matter. Lewis in the news. They're horrible. <laughs> hey, they did a good Johnny Be Good and uh, Back to the Future. The power of love, power of fucking power love. love. That's the okay. song. That's the goddamn song. Gotcha. What are your feelings about Phil Collins' Genesis? It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Really, minus that one song. That Which one? one? The song that everyone dance? fucking knows. No, no, fuck dance. no. That song is Which so one? stupid. The the fucking, oh the Phil yeah in the air tonight uh, yeah 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 that song <laughs> you love that song uh, that's a great fucking song yeah, it's weird that he's the fucking drummer and the singer of that I know band. dude he's a badass drummer a lot of people don't know that but he looks like a, an alien oh one hundred percent seriously he's yeah chipped. like seriously <laughs> come out of his side <laughs> of his head. yeah um there's a bunch of really great covers of that song too though oh I bet yeah speaking of covers yeah. I mean, I think there was a band that, like, uh, who was it? Nonpoint? I don't know if you ever heard. They're kind of like modern rock. Kind of like Filter, 90s they rock. Sound, oh, they sound terrible. No, they're pretty good, but they did a version <laughs> of that song that was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, welcome <laughs> to the Music and Weather podcast. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> music um, and Weather. So Here, <laughs> WWL, Axe and Iron, we'll hit you with the nines, the music and the weather coming at you next. Dude, you you do have a radio voice. Look at you. <laughs> oh boy, what else is up? This is gonna uh, be a short one, guys, for all the listeners. We gotta get to work, so we're gonna cut this short here in a minute. We gotta get back to work, specifically myself. Yeah. Roy actually does nothing all day but pay people yeah, to do off. other shit yeah. for him. Fuck off, <laughs> fucking asshole. Oh, when are we gonna see pictures of your basement video? Uh, probably next week. I'm cool. I'm. I want to get the wood up. I want to get it. Um, Odie sent me a fucking boatload of shit to put on there. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really awesome. Um, I have to do a huge shout out to our friend, the one and only Jimmy Duresta. Oh yeah, I, I got a care package yesterday, and it's a double bit axe. Yeah, it has two Roy Happy Holidays sweetheart XO XO Jimmy. Dang, what's he the said, axe? Something cool. Uh, it's a double bit. It's um, a GFL, which I had never seen before. It stands for, uh, oh, shit. It's a Federation's, uh, it's like a farming company up in upstate oh, okay. New York. So it's, gotcha. it's specific to that region. Gotcha. Um, so that was really, really cool. And he sent me some stickers. He gave me an ice pick. Um, and I tried oh, calling yeah. him, and it went straight to voicemail. So if yeah, you're listening, he, Jimmy. He won't. He'll just deny all the calls that you. Yeah. <laughs> If you're listening, go listen to your voicemail. I said maybe something nice. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, seriously, that was very, very sweet. Uh, I was shocked. I called a couple of my friends, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I got this. <laughs> That's it, awesome. I mean, Do you see those little Christmas ornaments Andrew uh, 
Dude, that is so out. fucking cool. Wasn't that cool? Yes, that was a great yeah. idea. Yeah, I think uh, he, he mentioned something. Our buddy Evan, um, I post a lot of his work down there. He's a blacksmith down in Texas. He's doing all that sculptural stuff. Um, he had the idea, and I guess <laughs> he let, Evan Wilson's his name. Um, Evanston, I think, on Instagram. But anyway, um, yeah, and Adam C. was down there helping Andrew mm-hmm. out because Adam lives kind of northwest of Dallas, Texas now. So that was cool. Cool little Christmas ornaments for the kids. Yeah, that was a really good idea. Um, yeah. I didn't know Adam C. was that close to Well, to he just moved. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, I knew he moved. Yeah. I just didn't know I that don't it was that close. I don't think it's that close. I don't think oh. it's that close. No, <laughs> I think not. it's like an hour. <laughs> well, I mean, it's closer than he was. I think it's like an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes or something. So... Shout and if Adam that. C is Adam C's listening, he showed us some really cool sketches at Maker Camp, and I haven't seen fuck all since then. So get on it, Adam C. Oh, I have them. You fucking got what? I think I have them. If we're th- talking about the same thing, is it me and you getting ready to beat the crap out of each other? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have th- some I th- of those. I thought he had some individuals of me also. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe I'm getting it confused. Maybe we he was just like the, uh, zoomed in. I still have the axe and iron stuff that I got to get taken care of too. I'm going to get some uh, merch made up. Adam, oh. for you guys out there, Adam made us a really, really cool logo for the podcast. Uh, we're going to get some stickers and some shirts and all that kind of stuff made up eventually. Probably coming with the new year. I've been sitting on this shit for like over six months now. Um, so, Adam, if you're it. listening, I apologize. Now I'm going to blame it on Chris because he's a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Well, no, I don't know if I have those specific drawings that you're talking about that he showed you at Maker Camp, but I do have stuff okay. on my phone uh, that he sent me a long time ago. Um, but yeah, shout out to Adam C. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Yeah. What else? We got um, uh, Todd, Todd Elder. Todd Elder. Todd Elder. He made a, a really cool four and a half pound Pulaski that he just sent to me, and I hung it, and JC bought it. So JC not only sponsored this episode, but he bought a fucking Pulaski from Todd Elder uh, and a hang from me. So thank cool. you. Cool, I saw that. That. Was a, that actually looked like a really nice forging. Dude, good job. Good job, it, was really, it was really nice. Sweet. Um, it's heavier than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. Just looking at it, because the uh, the eye depth is pretty shallow, but right. the mass of it is like four and a half fucking pounds. I mean, it's pretty fucking awesome. And goddamn Messer wanted a 36-inch fucking Ugh. handle on it. Ugh. 36. I don't make Ugh. anything 36. And I called him the other day and I was like, are you sure you want 36? And he was like, listen, I don't know what the fuck's going on with all you people putting 28 and 32 inches. That's right. Shit. You tell him, JC, we're not fuck all off. midget people out here. Some of <laughs> us are tall, got long arms. You can't say midget anymore, you idiot. <laughs> we're not little people, JC. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> about that. <laughs> God. So you tell him, JC, you let him have it. Quit making all these small-ass handles. Ridiculous. Normal-sized people in this damn world. Not conforming it's... to all these little people like Roy. Shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. A 36-inch 36 handle is, in the in the scheme of axe manufacturing, is actually pretty new. Um, and it's not as common as people think it is. Most axes are 32 to 34. Um, it was only later in axe production that they became 36s and really and they became really really shitty handles so if you have if you see an axe that has a 36 inch handle you know it's from the 70s i shouldn't say you know i mean there's a good chance 
was a replacement handle that someone fucking put on there too. Just some hack job. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting shit. Not to take a somber turn here with the with the podcast, but I do have I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Coal Ironworks. If you guys yeah. follow any blacksmiths at all, you've probably seen in their stories or Coal Ironworks is post about it uh our friend david delagardell who's like one of the greatest writers of all time wrote this beautiful thing um andy davis passed away from uh brain cancer andy davis was the co-founder of coal ironworks and um interesting thing i've only i I told people that i would tell this story on this podcast so andy left us way too early i believe he was only 30 years old excuse me and um I met Andy three years ago at, uh, may have been four, three, four years ago at Sofa. It was the one and only time I'd ever met him. And we were sitting around a fire late at night. He had just pulled in because he drove from Indiana to uh, Troy and he had to work that day. And um, he had just had his first or second brain surgery where they took out a portion of his skull to uh, basically save his life and Mm -hmm. they gave him a low percentage of um that he was gonna live you know right they they said look this is a risky procedure you're you're probably gonna pass away and he said fuck it do it and he didn't say that but anyway uh when i met him i said hey you're andy you know i've been following your story what's going along i was like and I'm a pretty blunt guy in person. I was like, you know, you shouldn't be alive right now. And he says, yeah, I know. And he just had this huge smile on his face. And he, <laughs> after his first surgery, he bounced back. And um, he was just so nice. He was so kind. It was the first time I'd ever met him. And he never stopped smiling that entire night. And I think two months prior to that, he was laying in a hospital bed with, you know, half of his skull opened up. And he recovered and he lived for a lot longer than uh, he should have. And mm-hmm. we recently just lost him and shout out to Nate and David and Phil and all our friends at Coal Ironworks. Um, they're actually this week, I believe they're doing a um, kind of an anvil ringing is a, something that they do in the blacksmith community. Anytime you lose somebody, everybody gets together, you ring the anvil several times to in you know remembrance of the person mm-hmm. that passed away. But um, just a quick little thing. If anybody's in the area in Anderson, Indiana, Sunday, December 19th at 3 PM at coal ironworks, um, they're going to be doing a service for Andy. Um, even if you didn't know Andy and you just want to support the guys over coal ironworks, show them some love. Yeah. Feel free to stop on by. Their doors are going to be open. And again, that's Sunday, December 19th and shout out to, um, Andy's family, his wife and his kids he left behind. Uh, it just goes to show you guys live life to the fullest he was way too young to leave this world and absolutely uh, our hearts go out to the whole team over there and again his wife and kids and everything he left behind he's a great great guy so yeah that's it that's that's what i want i actually want david to come on maybe we'll have him come on next year i say next yeah. year that's only in a couple of weeks and maybe even nate which is the the owner the guy that runs coal ironworks and get him to say a couple words better than i said currently but uh, but no, Andy was a, he was an amazing guy. And I know he, Matt had personal relationship with him. They kind of came up in the sword making world mm-hmm. together back in their teens. You know, they were all 18, 19 years old trying to navigate this world sword world and blacksmithing world. And, 
you know, mm-hmm. Matt, Matt knew him. Everybody was teenagers, fresh out of high school. Let's figure out what we're going to do. And Andy was all part of that with uh, David and Nate. And I That's believe they, cool. what, did, what did David say they called their first shop? It was the Mad oh. Mad Dwarf Forge. Oh, I believe geez, is what how it was can you called. pull that one out? <laughs> In his yeah. mythopoetic style. Mythopoetic. You'll never forget that, will no. you? No. I want David back on. I love David. Dude, I spent a lot of time talking to him. Like, Isn't he the early, nicest guy? Until late in the night. Yeah. And, early into the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he is such a super nice dude. Yeah. He really is. And he like like what you were saying, just yeah. smiling the, the entire time. Smiling. That, we're that dude yeah. has got a smile, doesn't he? He Dude. never stopped smiling. His dad was the same way. Oh. You want to talk about somebody who rocks out? His dad was oh, jamming, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, they all rode together. I think those. I think those fuckers passed me on the expressway, and they had their presses in the back of their fucking truck, and they just yeah. rolled past me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew my goddamn doors. <laughs> you mean off. It all the way back from Maker Camp? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, they just they probably, smoked me. They couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of Maker Camp, I actually just got off the phone with Austin about an hour ago. He's setting what? up everything. Uh, the whole schedule, I think, after Christmas is going to be released for all the events that are going on up in up at the Blackthorn. So we are going over the blacksmithing event. Um, wow. And actually, there's going to be three, but I think he's going to do some other shit, too. And there might be some wood stuff that he's doing. But, yeah, we were just going over all that. So keep an eye out for that. And I'll post it in my stories and all that good shit. Um, we'll try and do another episode before Christmas. Yeah, I'd like uh, to. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a, so this isn't our like official one, but, um, no. maybe we'll, sh- we'll kick off another episode next week and then we're going to take a break until after the new year, which is only like two more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> right. It sounds so weird to say next year, once you get to the end of December, like people will ask me, Hey, you going to have this available? I'm like, yeah, probably next year. <laughs> it's just like a weird <laughs> thing to say. Well, again, yeah, not right now, but maybe next year. So. Hey, thanks hey. for all the support, guys, from everybody, uh, from Roy and I, customers, and keeping our yes, asses thank moving. You, thank you. I hope everybody rocks their way all the way to the top and whatever you're doing. Anything else, Roy, before we head uh, out? I just – one last shout-out. Uh, yeah. Tommy over at Crooked River. Um, uh, he's doing better. Um, so um, he went in for cancer treatment, and every time I see him post a picture or whatever – Right. He he is smiling, having a good time. He's I giving it him. hell. He's he is giving it fucking hell. He's so fighting the good fight. I, I just love that guy to death and yeah. just want nothing but good things to come to him and his family. Absolutely. freaking so. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Uh, shout out once again to this episode sponsor, J.C. Messer, the traditional style, modern made wax, canvas and leather goods. Find him on Instagram at Messer Custom Leather. That's a wrap. On the Axe and Iron Podcast.